Curiosity, what is it really? Some say it's an appetite for knowledge, information, and understanding. Others say curiosity killed the cat. NASA sent a rover named Curiosity all the way to Mars. It's been exploring that planet since 2012, gathering data and collecting images just to feed our thirst for knowledge and understanding. About four years ago, I came across a short newspaper article, and pretty much from the get-go, my curiosity could not be contained. In 1976, a banker and his wife were kidnapped and murdered in the small, quiet town of Zeeland, North Dakota, population 300. They were killed by young men with local ties. One of them went to the same church as the victims. They were caught, convicted, and given life sentences, and there's never been any doubt about their guilt. So, why my curiosity? Perhaps because of the missing pieces. A lot of the pieces were in place, the who, where, when, and how, although I would discover that even some of those were inaccurate and needed to be replaced with the corrected ones. But completely missing was the why. Why? Well, it was a senseless crime, people say. In fact, when the banker and his wife were buried, the pastor at the funeral said, Things happen which we cannot understand. And I thought, maybe that's true. Maybe we can never fully understand it, but if NASA can spend $2.5 billion to send rovers to Mars to look at rocks, perhaps I can spend a year of my life trying to fill in some of the missing pieces of a story about two innocent people killed in cold blood. So I sought out every person, every document, every photograph, every article I could find. I reached out to every source of information, including the men who committed the crime. Until finally one morning, I woke up and realized, at this moment, in many ways, I know more about this story than anyone else does. And when you wake up to realize that you are the authority on a story, well then, it's time to tell it, complete with all the new pieces you've found. Or, as the author Norman MacLean wrote in his book Young Men and Fire, often the best we can do with catastrophes, even our own, is to find out exactly what happened and to restore some of the missing parts. Hopefully, even the ark to the sky. I remember riding our bikes down there. Um, I believe there was a, a parade that year down there in Zealand uh, over the 4th of July weekend, or I remember my grandfather was in it. 4th of July, 1976. On this July 4th, Americans are gathered once again in cities and towns across this land of ours to observe our nation's birthday. It was in this low wooded area about two miles northeast of Zealand where a search party late last night found the bodies of 66-year-old Wade Zick, the manager of the Zealand branch of the McIntosh County Bank, and his 65-year-old wife, Ellen. Sunday morning, friends were concerned when Mr. Zick did not appear at the Zion Lutheran Church. And we knew immediately that there was something not right, although we kind of chuckled and said, well, Wade always said he's going to teach this community how important he is. He's just not going to be there one of these days. And I can't get over how many of these older people are so, to this day, just... I mean, tore up by this.
The FBI theorizes the Zicks were awakened at home late Saturday night or early Sunday morning and forced to go to the bank. When they came to the bank, they only got a small amount of money. Three Zealand men are being sought. As far as I can remember, as far as I can tell, there was no trouble in school and I got along with them. Um, you know, they weren't like bullies or anything. Then his older brother came. That's when the trouble started. So I went down there and switched that off and on the way back, I saw them driving around town real slow. And uh, all of a sudden there was a shot and I chubbed out a bit and I went, I went upstairs. People here in Zealand are shocked and appalled at the Zick murders. They call it a senseless act. And now a new element, the element of fear is here. The bank's assistant manager, Francis Stribel, says, we never lived with fear before. Dakota Spotlight Season 2 will be released sometime during the fall or early winter of 2019. Go to dakotaspotlight.com for more info. This podcast is available anywhere you get your podcasts.